welcome to The Climb! This is a show dedicated to helping singers, songwriters, and indie artists like you create leverage in the music business. What's leverage, you ask? It's a strategic advantage. It's the power to act effectively. It means they need you more than you need them. It's not just about your talent. It's about business. It's about real business. It's not about potential. It's about a reputation. And that's what leverage is. That's why we called it the climb, C-L-I-M-B, creating leverage in the music business. And the man that thought that up, the myth, the legend, my good friend and co-host, Mr. Brent Baxter. Brent is an award-winning hit songwriter with cuts by Alan Jackson, Randy Travis, Lady Antebellum, Joe Nichols, and more. And he also helps songwriters like you turn pro by revealing how you write like a pro, do business like a pro, and then he actually connects you with the pro so you can get your opportunity there. You can find Brent very easily at songwritingpro.com. Once again, that's songwritingpro.com. And I would like to introduce you to my co-host, Johnny Dwinell. Johnny owns Daredevil Production. They help you find your sound and they help you grow your audience so you can become the artist that everybody loves and so you can get paid. Daredevil has worked with multi-platinum artists such as Colin Ray, Tracy Lawrence, Ty Herndon, and Andy Griggs, just to name a few. You can find Johnny at Daredevil Production dot com that's production singular no s there is no s because there is no other johnny d d what's up buddy (laughs) (laughs) how are you man i'm good i'm good it's good to see your face good to see yours too man Mm -hmm. um we're gonna talk about some cool stuff today we're gonna kind of talk about how to lay down railroad track how to grind it out Mm-hmm. And and get to an outcome and get to a next level with the project. Exactly. Right? How to get the opportunity for the big deal. How to make. Yeah. How to get aware. How to get into the the awareness of uh, people that you want to partner with. And, and what's cool with it? Yeah. Instead of talking about other people, we're going to talk about us. We're going to talk about, about us. Too, but we're going to talk right. about us. Exactly. <laughs> we're going to draw some lessons out from. Uh, a uh, cool deal that we just recently had happen and we're going to show how it's relevant to you and the lessons you can draw from it in your, in your career to create leverage in your music business. That's right. Yeah. So what, what deal are we talking about here? Talking about the disc makers deal. We disc makers. The, that's right. The climb show podcast is partnered with disc makers. Proud. We are proud. proud. We are proud to partner with Disc Makers. They've been supporting indie musicians before indie music was ever even a thing. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, I've been using them for over a decade now for to to do duplications on my CDs. Man, their art thing is their dashboard to create the art stuff's killer. Man, it's, it's mm-hmm. great. And um, when you're ready to make CDs, DVDs, vinyl, which we're getting ready to do with like the Lonely Highway Boys, awesome. or distribute your music and videos with customized USBs, um, man, call Disc Makers. That's D-I-S-C makers.com. And it's the only place you need to go, DiscMakers.com. Hey, you know, and while you're there, click on the Guides and Resources tab and download some of their excellent free guides. They've just revised and expanded their home studio handbook, which has a ton of great advice and information for newbies and studio veterans. You can find them online at discmakers.com, D-I-S-C makers.com, or give them a call at 800-468-9353. That's 800-468-9353. Boom. There you go. So, hey, before we get into the meat and potatoes of how this whole thing happened, because we want to kind of share it with you again, it's relevant and personal to you. Uh, let's take care of a little bit of business. Join the Climb community real quick on Facebook if you haven't done it yet. Um, find it on Facebook. Ask to be let in. 
We'll let you in and just be good boys and girls and we'll roadhouse you. Subscribe to the podcast. Make sure all the full episodes on Tuesday and the mini-sodes on Friday, those value bombs just come right into your phone and you can scroll through them and consume them whenever you want. And they're all there and they're organized and they're in, in time and chronological order and all that. Um, share it. That's the best best possible uh, thing you could do to help us out, to, to thank us for this, is just tell somebody else about it, man. Let them know that if it's helping you, it's, it, it may help them. And finally, take, take 30 seconds and leave a five-star rating and a review so that other people who are uh, thinking about you know, spending a little bit of time in here, stipping, dip, dipping their toe in the water, will know that it's legit, right? Mm-hmm. And speaking of reviews, we have a tasty five-star review uh, yes. from Reed Moto. And this is Super Songwriting Podcast from Legends of Song. Sounds like a Branson show almost. <laughs> it does. Yeah. Read it. Let me just aside. Reed is a really nice guy. He's part of the uh, Freddie community. He's, uh, and I actually just got to meet him on, um, in person for the first time at the Martha's Vineyard Songwriting Festival. So he came out there and it was a cool hang. So got to meet Reed. So uh, anyway, he, he left this before, you know, so I didn't like this flip him some hundreds or anything like that. This is before <laughs> this is already in person. So anyway, it says, I love this podcast and Brent Baxter and Johnny Dwinnell are legends in the songwriting game. There's so much value in terms of tips, advice, and they just tell it like it is. I think a person could shave months or even years off their learning curve in songwriting, which includes so many uh, skill sets, knowledge and experience to even become somewhat proficient. I highly recommend tuning in and thank you, Brent and Johnny. Thank you, Reed. It was good to hang with you this past weekend. And thank you for the kind words. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, Reed. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> all right, so let's get into it, man. We want to yes. talk about kind of, uh, first of all, this is a really big deal for us. I mean, this is a big yeah. deal for us. And it, it, it's a whole lot of everything. It's a bigger audience for us, just like yes. that. I mean, we had, before we pulled the trigger on this deal with Disc Makers, we had like three record-breaking Tuesdays, like in a row. Mm-hmm. And then disc makers pushed one button <laughs> and blew those records right out of the water. <laughs> yeah. So um, it, it's, I mean, now we're able to help more people. We're able to reach a wider audience. We're able to get our brand out there and, mm-hmm. and add legitimacy to our brand by co-branding with uh, a, a, an awesome organization that's been around forever, like disc mm-hmm. makers, right? Um, and, so and if you talk, are one of those new listeners that came into uh, came to find the climb because of disc makers, extra special welcome to you today. That's we right. That's listening. right. Good point. Good point. And and so we put together some bullet points because you know what the way that we got here was a lot of what we preach on this podcast, right? And mm-hmm. and so Brent, take us through the bullet points. Like, what's the first bullet point on? the things that we needed to do to bring leverage to this relationship and right. be of value and of service to disc makers. Yes. This, I mean, this basically is a story of the climbs climb. There How we go. created leverage in the music business and led to this partnership that we're super excited about. And it's a, a lot of the same principles are going to apply to you and your climb on your music business climb. All right. So how you are going to create leverage in the music business. So, learn from, okay, we're not just up here talking. We're actually, you know, taking our own medicine, applying these lessons, using them and good things are happening. Okay. So we said, Hey, how did we get here? Well, yeah, we got here the same way we tell artists to get where they want to go. Let's share that. Right. So we hope this is inspiring and informative and helpful on your journey. So we're not just doing a victory lap. 
this is just real world advice of how you can apply this to your business and it's going to help you. All right. So it's not about us. It's about you. So first thing is we were consistent and we have been consistent meaning every week. Yep. We haven't missed a week. Have we in over two years now, I guess. Uh, Two and a half years. Yeah. Yeah. We're, this is episode what? One thirty eight, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's, a lot. <laughs> That's over two years of every Tuesday an episode dropping every every Tuesday. Yep. And then then for the last like I don't know how many months now we've been doing minisodes too. Right. So, so we've been dropping two episodes twice a week. Mm-hmm. And um, you know we totally we totally we do it because we love it. You know mm-hmm. we do it because it's beneficial to us. It helps us get connected with with new people, with new business, with with um, you know people that we can help in our businesses as well as through this podcast, you know, that's right. But people know they can, they can find us. They know every Tuesday, a new episode is dropping. And thankfully we're at a spot where people are looking forward to it and we appreciate it. And we want, and we, we respect that. And this is stuff we talk about. Like if you're doing a YouTube channel, yeah, that consistency, that's one of the same things we talk to you about. If you're doing your cover Tuesday or whatever it is, New Music Monday, whatever your kind of your schedule is and your YouTube show, I mean, we treat it like this is broadcast, right? Like, exactly. Like the, I don't know, whatever show company, your primetime lineup on Thursday night, they don't just skip it. And like, oh, we are here. a media company. We're looking at ourselves as a small little media company. We are. And we have, a, we, we have a production schedule. People know, look for it first thing on Tuesday. That's right. And we, so that's the biggest thing. We're consistent and that shows a professionalism. It shows that, you know, we're in it. And not for nothing, it racks up the numbers, doesn't it? The it does. You know? Exactly. More and more people our numbers. turn on to it. it. There's more content out there. Mm-hmm. And then when a new person gets turned on to episode, when we, when we dropped episode 10, when a new person gets turned on to it, then go back and binge listen 10 episodes. When a new mm-hmm. person gets turned to episode 100, Mm-hmm. They go back and binge listen to a hundred episodes. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's, it's a just, positive it's, snowball effect. Exactly. That's it. I mean, that, that this is the deal, right? So well, what about that in terms of streams? What about that in terms of your catalog that's bangable when you make that one hit and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. all these songs, if you're consistent in writing now have potential value that people, because you got on the radar screen are going to want to look at. Mm-hmm. Same thing with your YouTube channel. You yep. finally get that one that hits and oh my goodness, I have two years of all this other stuff I can go and watch and you know, may be covered, but now there's some originals in there and they, they just, now that something caught their eye. Now they have a lot of material and they can fall in love with you. Brick by brick. It's, it's real. That's, that's how, listen, that's how YouTube worked. We talked about Noah Guthrie's story, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, I knew how this worked and it was a pleasure for me to be able to sit down because I had an at bat with uh, an artist that, Noah Guthrie's old manager now manages mm-hmm. and I and I found out like in that meeting I'm like he, he's like I used to manage Noah I'm like because that was part of my pitch right I'm explaining like what we're doing and how am I he's like I used to manage Noah I'm like is that like am I missing any pieces on this story because I'm like <laughs> I'm right, right. Sure I read this right yeah and he's like yeah. no it's, it's spot on it goes yeah. it's spot on that's what he did but 77 weeks in a row mm-hmm. of putting out a, a, a consistent cover song and then every week a few more people subscribed which means a few Mm -hmm. more people got an email saying that the new video was out next week Mm -hmm. and a few more people became aware of them and so that's how he built the traffic right because then when he would drop 
you know, towards this, the last half of those 77 weeks, uh, he would drop a video and a whole bunch more people would immediately see it and consume it within a certain amount of time of it dropping. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. that's how you start to ring the bell and get on uh, the, the radar screen of the YouTube algorithm mm-hmm. because they're looking for stuff that could potentially go viral and blow up. And on the 77th one, which was uh, his version of LMFAO's Sexy and I Know It, like that one took off and it had all the right kind of things together. He was singing, I'm sexy and I know it. And mm-hmm. he's like this goofy, geeky, sort of pudgy kid that he, 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 that the juxtaposition of the way his voice sounds mm-hmm. and his level of musicianship doesn't fit his face, man. Like it does <laughs> it, it, it like you just, you'd look at this kid and you think he's going to be a geek and then he sings and you're like, Oh, you're a God. You're a yeah, God among men. Like, that's, compelling. Yeah. It's compelling. And then he's singing that song that happened to be really popular then that wasn't mm-hmm. out 77 weeks ago when he started, but right. he just kept doing the work, do the work, do the work, do the work. And then boom, he gets 24 million views. He gets a hundred thousand dollar Indiegogo campaign funded and he gets an invite to go be on, on NBC's Glee for a year. And now he's doing 750 seaters every weekend, hard ticket sales as who Noah Guthrie. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. It's consistent. Consistency. Right. Not only, has the climb been consistent? It's also been discoverable. Notice these podcasts don't just live on our laptops. Yeah. Right. I mean, how many places are we discoverable? iTunes, Stitcher, mm-hmm. we're on Spotify. Yep. What iHeartRadio? iHeartRadio. Yeah. We uh, promote it through Facebook, Instagram, yep. Twitter, all a lot. email a lot. And yeah. I'll spend, like, you know, I'll spend, probably a good hour to hour and a half uh, if I'm not interrupted every week mm-hmm. uh, coming up with a graphic, mm-hmm. putting it together and then disseminating the posts, right? Like as we're on, I don't know, 51 different songwriter groups <laughs> yeah. that graciously allow us to post. Right. right. And, <laughs> and, and we're not spamming. We're jamming. We're, this is stuff that's helpful. Right. It's, it's relevant free. and personal to them. And, and that's the way we approach it. I mean, mm-hmm. I go to the administrators of those groups. Hey, check the, this link out. I, you know, this is what we're doing. We've got a bunch of downloads. We think this could be valuable to your community. If you think so too, mm-hmm. let us post. If not, hey, we'll stay out of your way. And you know what? Some of them said, man, I want you posting on you. Yeah. Like, okay. Say, hey, no worries. You know, yeah. thanks you for like to keep your, talk, your artist and writers ignorant. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> I did Whatever. not say that. It's your, it's your house. <laughs> I thought that, I but I didn't say you. it. <laughs> right. <clears throat> but yeah, anyway. discoverable. You got to get out there. Yeah. I mean, it, it would do zero good if we recorded this podcast. It doesn't matter how good it is. No one can hear it. Yeah. And we would not have the opportunity to partner with disc makers because they'd be like, who? We're like, oh, it's great. We've been there for two years every week. It's on my hard drive. Yeah. We're going to find it. We come over the house (laughs) and I'll press the little button with an arrow that points to the right and you can listen to it there. Can I go online? No. House. Go over to Johnny's office. We're discoverable. And we we do that intentionally. And we don't just even just put it up on iTunes and hope people find it. We work to let sure, make sure that people can, you know, Again, iTunes is just distribution. Spotify is just distribution. It's not marketing. So we right. market the podcast. That's so right. And, 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 
every single week. I spend time. It takes my time. I got to think about it. I got to think about a graphic. I got to put it together. <clears throat> I create custom links on Bitly, you know, because mm-hmm. custom links get better click through rates than, you know, a thousand digits of hashtag crap. or whatever yeah. slash slash gibberish. Yes. Yeah. Like the gibberish that they, they don't, you know? All right. So, so it, 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 it but I'm in a groove now. It, you know what? It takes me a lot less time to do it now than it used to a year ago. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm down to like, it's almost like it's, it's, it's first, what do they call it? First. Yeah. It's the, for, uh, I don't know. We talked about it the other day, but yes, muscle yeah, memory kind of thing. It's just the darn thing. Yeah. It's like tying my shoes, you know, but it still yeah. takes up that time. Well, we're and busy. sometimes I get interrupted. Sometimes I got a meeting, a phone call, and then this turns mm-hmm. into that and that turns into this. And next thing I know, it's like four o'clock and I'm like, crap, I still haven't yeah. finished my job. I got to mm-hmm. finish my job. And then yeah, the job's not done when we record it. It's done when it's, you know, when we get it out everybody to everybody on the planet that, that would be helped by it knows about it. There you go. So we're consistent. And the podcast has been, uh, we've done our best to make it discoverable. What else? We built relationships. Or actually, I mean, I'll be honest. Johnny built relationships. Johnny <laughs> leaves his house. <laughs> you got a lot of kids, man. <laughs> I got a lot of kids, man. You try to get out. One's going to grab you. One's going to trip you. One's going to, you know, <laughs> something's going to happen. And you ain't going to well, It's true. And, and let's talk about this. So it started mm-hmm. as. Um, Over a it, year ago. Well, it. It started even longer than that. It started mm-hmm. four years ago with mm-hmm. submitting a oh, yeah. podcast to, to Andre and saying, hey, man, I, I think maybe I got some stuff here that could add value to your community on, uh, in the form of a blog. Yeah. So it, even before the podcast. Yeah. Long yeah. before the podcast. Mm-hmm. And then Andre was like, hey, man, I like these. Like, send me some more stuff. So I sent him some more. He's like, these are cool. And it started out like, here's what we want to do. Quid pro quo. Again, this is a business. He's like, I'm going to post your stuff up here and you're going to get a lot of exposure from it. We'd like you to disseminate to your list uh, an email about, you know, our new work download. Our, they've mm-hmm. got, you know, all kinds of guides for mixing and songwriting and music business stuff. I mean, like recording, it's killer. You know, they mm-hmm. just, it's an amazing resource. You know, would you do that? Um, absolutely. And so... Because it's personal and relevant to your audience too. Exactly, right? So, so like, hey, uh, I can help each other out. Good content. Yeah, but... Yeah. So it started out three a year, three mm-hmm. a year, you know, and then it was, it was just, and then he would, I, I, and then I would just kind of like every, I don't know, every six months or so, I'd be like, wow, I got, again, so consistent pod, uh, consistent blogging, which I haven't done since January, but I had like mm-hmm. four years in a row, right, of right. consistent blogging. But I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm blogging like crazy. And then um, I would just send him links to the stuff I thought he would really like that his audience would like, that would be a good fit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then he he would inevitably get back to me a week later. Like, Hey man, I like these. I'm going to do this one, this one, this one. I'm like, all right, cool. And then the next year they might've done four or five. And now I think they've probably done like almost maybe 20 Mm -hmm. of of my blog posts. But then that relationship, uh, because of your relationship with me, Mm -hmm. I'm like, Hey, Brent writes blogs. I introduced you to Andre via email. You did. Uh, Thank you. And said, Hey, you you guys should check this out uh, Mm -hmm. because he's got some good stuff for the songwriting piece of that. And then they started posting some of your stuff, right? Yeah. Well, I did a series exclusively for them and I could see my numbers going up too when they posted it. Or, and still, if they grab one of those and send it out in one of their emails, I'm like, where did all these new subscribers come from? Yeah. Then I'll open the disc makers email that I get it. I'm like, Oh, there I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know, that's where it is. Yeah. And, and, uh, and so, you know, but 
there's no expectations here other than, hey, I think I can add value to what you're doing. And, and mm-hmm. Andre's like, I think you can too. And I think I can add value to what you're doing. I'm going to give yeah. you some more exposure. And awesome. So, and so you that started building that trust. For years. Yeah, that was for years. Mm-hmm. And you he, know, you know, he's, get, he's reading your stuff. He's getting to know your brand and you, the gospel that you preach. Yep. So he's building that trust. That's right. And then, and this is like via email. Right? And then I think, I don't know, years in a relationship, I end up having. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once, new quick charge function, three customizable sound styles, plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. my first conversation with Andre. Mm-hmm. He's a, he's a hair band guy. He had his own <laughs> band, killer musician. I'm like, yeah. no way. We're sharing pictures of our bands and stuff. I'm like, yeah. dude, the mothership, you know, like I still haven't met him face to face yet, but I'm like, man, like, you know, like this is awesome. So, so that parlays into, um, uh, I called them when we had our podcast going, cause we wanted to interview Kevin Bruner. And, mm-hmm. um, if you're not aware, CD Baby's owned by, disc makers. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kevin Brunner is the vice president of marketing for CD baby. They're a massive digital distributor and um, really incredibly cool organization. And uh, Kevin was gracious, said, I'll come on your podcast. And, and we interviewed him and um, they had just started um, the DIY conference for disc for uh, CD baby. Mm-hmm. And they had had two years. The first two years they did it were in, Chicago. The last two years, they just had one here in um, August in Nashville. Yeah. So, um, and I said, Hey man, I I would love to, you know, I heard you guys are coming to Nashville. Like I would love to, I'd love to be a part of that, you know, Mm -hmm. and I'm using the leverage of, Hey, I'm going to put you out on our podcast, like hook me up, you know, like help me out. It's like, absolutely dude. I'd love that. Like, and I, I, I I made a play to be a panelist and they're very, here's the, there's the high level of CD baby and their expectations. They don't, don't let anybody speak. They don't care what your reputation is. Like, can you, can you speak? And you know what? I didn't have like videos of me doing presentations. Yeah. So I didn't get the panelist thing. Yeah. Um, And, but he's like, Hey man, I'm gonna make you a mentor, you know? And so it's like these row of tables and uh, throughout the day, like people book time with you and you Mm -hmm. get, 
uh, like 15 minutes with them. Like, and they can ask you whatever they want to ask you and you can disseminate information. Hey, this is what I would do. And they're like, oh, thank you. You know, it's cool. Yeah. Why don't we give you some one-on-ones with some potential clients? Yeah, exactly. Right, oh, oh, don't twist right. my arm. And, and I got a free pass to the darn thing, which uh, was, yeah. you know, I could see Tom Jackson do his thing in front of, I don't know, a thousand people. And you're like, mm-hmm. that's awesome. And, but here's the thing. So it's, um, this is last year, uh, a year ago, August, and uh, YouTube through the big opener party, the VIP party, mm-hmm. which they have every year, right? So I'm inv- I also got invited to the VIP party, which is all I'm like cool. And so you know, Rick Barker's there, and um, uh, Tom Jackson's there, mm-hmm. and and Ari Hertzfeld's there, and um, everybody's there. So uh, I'm hanging out at the party, and I got there like. I wasn't fashionably as late as I probably should have been or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm there hanging out and I don't really know anybody. And I'm kind of like, uh-oh. So all of a sudden I'm taking care of some business on my phone. And at this point, I should say that our, my relationship with this makers had expanded to Lucy in marketing department and had reached out a few months prior and asked me to do like a live Twitter thing with them where mm-hmm. I would answer questions live on Twitter via their, them and, and, um, and it was really cool, man. Like very like in the moment, live mm-hmm. game time kind of a thing and, yeah. and answering questions. So, so I had, I had had some conversations with her and, and gotten to make a relationship with her, which is in a different, um, department really than Andre. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, she just like, Hey Johnny, and I look up and it's like, I'm like, Hi, I, I don't know what Lucy looks like. You know, <laughs> like Lucy from this maker. So I'm like, Oh my God, what's going on? You know? Yeah. And I'm like, how did you know it was me? And she's like, duh, the hair. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course you did. You know? Yeah. What's going on? So it's like her, Michelle, and Josh, their copywriter, they were all hanging out together. And the three of them were out to man the CD, uh, the disc makers booth at the CD Baby DIY conference. Uh-huh. So we're just hanging out, having some drinks. And, and she's like, we're so excited to be here. We've never been in Nashville. And I'm like, shut the front door. You haven't? Like, no, I'm like, we're hanging out. Let's go hang out. And you know what? Like, that was honestly just, like she was just they're all, all three of them were just killer hang right and mm-hmm. and i just was having so much fun I'm like we gotta hang out i'm gonna take you on a broadway we're gonna do this whole thing so we ended up going out to dinner like just about every night i think that they were in town you mm-hmm. know and one time we're sitting down and we started talking and i'm like you know cd baby has a podcast how come you guys don't it's like we've been talking about that you know hmm. and we've been we've been really we've been really thinking about we just trying to figure out how to put it together and and i mean they're a massive company they're yeah. there's everybody there's more work than everybody can do. I promise you're <laughs> so busy. They're busy. You're busy, 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 you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Hey, you know, this is our podcast, the climb. Like y'all know our content, you know, what kind of tone we have and everything. I said, check it out. Why reinvent the wheel? Maybe we can help you there. Mm-hmm. She's like, that's interesting. Send me that, you know? So I, that's where it started like a year ago. Yeah. And then it's just been kind of back and forth and Hey, what about this? And what about that? And then, then it, it escalated up to, to Dan Baker, mm-hmm. the, um, you know, Andre was loving it and like, okay, I'm, I'm, this could work. This could be cool. And then, and then Dan gets in and then he's like, man, I love this. This is great. And then we have to work out the particulars on the arrangement and, mm-hmm. and how we can each add value to that situation. And right. here we are, you know? Yeah. And, and that's actually the fourth point is we brought value. We weren't coming to, we weren't ask holes. Yeah. We didn't just ask them for a favor. We said, Oh, you're interested in podcast. Well, look, we have one that's already growing every month, every week. Hey, we got this thing going and you can check it out. And so we brought value to that. Now they're definitely bringing value to us because they have a much bigger reach than we have at this point. A lot of ear balls, right. They can get on the show and that's what we want to do. We want to help as many people as possible. So that pours fire on that 
to let us reach a lot more of you guys, which we want to do, right? So that's, that's one of the values Disc Makers is bringing to the climb. And for us, they don't have to reinvent the wheel. Yeah, They got a podcast. They already know the flavor. They've been working with Johnny for a while. They, they've seen how you, you know, they've, you know, they've heard your gospel, right? Mm-hmm. They, they're getting to know mine. I did a series of blog posts for them. Now they get to hang out with you on a, on a personal level. It wasn't, you know, Hey, come hang out. Let's get to know Nashville. I'll show you around. Yeah. Make a relationship. And so yeah. there's value there for both parties. It's a win-win. That's why we're both saying thank you. Yeah. It's an amazing thing when that happens. So cool. <laughs> you know? So yeah. Far. And you talk about the follow-up. That's the other thing. We're a professional. You know, are you being professional in your follow-up? Are you getting back to whoever it is in your, in your scope of your business, booking agents, uh, live show, you know, talent people, publishers, producers, co-writers, you know, we had follow-up. We didn't just say, Hey, we had a great time. We talked about it. Now I hope they call me. Yeah. You brought it back up. If there would be a task like, hey, let's get, what about this kind of verbiage? What kind of this kind of lingo? We can get back to them. Yeah. And put thought into it and not just, you know, off the top of our heads, misspelling everything, right? It's yeah. part of that being professional. So they, they build that trust That's with right. us going, okay, well, you know, they're, they're putting their name literally, you know, on our graphics and stuff. They want to make sure we, we're going to represent disc makers in a good, positive way. Yeah. That's right. And, and there's so many opportunities now that are going to sprout from this, right? Like, mm-hmm. they have, I mean, a, mass, a massive list, <coughs> excuse me. And we're going to be able to touch that and <coughs> help those songwriters out, help those songwriters do song demos. You know, we've mm-hmm. talked about that. Yeah. Um, and uh, what an incredible resource. Dan's agreed to come on and be interviewed yeah. and um, talk about diversifying and what, you know, if anybody can see around the corner, it's them right Mm -hmm. (laughs) and tell you the reality of what's happening with cds and and what's happening with digital downloads i mean they're they've got a hand in every one of those pies you know and they know exactly what's going on and um i got the opportunity to hang with dan and he's got a killer story i mean he started working there as an employee and rose to director of marketing you know yeah by being smart and good and consistent and and, (laughs) all the things uh, we're telling you to be professional. I mean, it's, it's awesome. So yeah, we're really, really blessed to have that. And, and, um, this is, this is how a career happens, right? This is how your music career happens. This isn't a a one hit wonder where you're nobody and then you're somebody that's the way it's served up in your consciousness. When you become aware of somebody that you love as an artist Mm -hmm. and, uh, because they seemingly come out of nowhere and all their ducks are in a row, right? Yeah. They look the part, they've got a team, they're on the radio, they're mm-hmm. on MTV, they're on CMT, they're, they're on BET, they're, they're on tour. They got all this stuff going on and they're everywhere for yeah. you. But that didn't happen overnight, man. That take- right. I mean, uh, you know, just think about how you, how this podcast came into your awareness. When did you first find out what episode, you know, was your first episode of the climb? Was it, you know, even if it were episode one, right? you know, which we've seen the numbers, not a whole lot of you found us on episode one, but those of you that did, it was probably because you came through through Johnny's blog, which he'd been doing consistently for years, or you came through through my blog, which I've been doing consistently for years. There was, there was that already, already that snowball effect that build. So even if you came in on episode one, you came to it through our previous consistency and discoverability and that sort of thing. And now we're 138 episodes or so in. Yeah. 
And, and I really, you know, want to draw the connection here. Again, this is not a vic- just a victory lap for us. We're happy about it, but there's lessons for you. Are you out there building relationships? What value do you bring to, to a record label, to a publisher? Are you out there doing stuff on your own? We were already out there growing. We weren't stagnating. We, hey, we're already on an upward trajectory, growing every month. We weren't waiting yeah, to be discovered. We weren't <laughs> waiting for permission. We weren't waiting for, yeah, for someone to come make our dreams come true. We're doing our thing and growing it and doing it and having fun doing it and helping people and doing what you're right, doing the deal. Like if you want yeah. to be an artist, go be an artist. You don't have to wait to get signed. That's right. Write, get songwriter, go write songs. You don't have to wait to get signed. You want to have right. a big podcast? Great. Let's start doing it. And we're climbing that mountain already. And then that gave him something to jump onto and, and added that value. If we, if Johnny had just said, Hey, how come, Hey Lucy, how come just make sure she doesn't have a podcast? She's like, I don't know. I don't really know. He goes, Hey, well, I was thinking about doing, I've been thinking about doing one too. She'd be like, all right, well, let's know how it goes. Yeah. exactly. <laughs> Instead was of already, like, I was able to talk about how many downloads we had. I was able mm-hmm. to talk about, can, yeah. You know, she the, could go listen to it and get the flavor. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hi Lucy. Thanks for listening. I said, we sent them the numbers, you know, we showed them like, look, every month we keep doing better than the last mm-hmm. month. Like it's super cool. And, and it's catching on. Like we have something that's working. Like, like right. people are responding to it and the more people we get to it, the more they're going to respond to it. And uh, when we can, there was, you know, technical stuff, like we want to be able to do it from their, from their website. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was just some, you know, tech things that we had to look into, took yeah. care of, made it happen. And mm-hmm. uh, man, just, just, but the work was there. Yeah. The work was there. We didn't wait to, if you consider this like a label signing, right? It's, we didn't wait till then to start taking it seriously. Yeah. It's, and this is more like a, you could say like a, a, a Granger Smith kind of thing. You know, we've talked about him a lot in the podcast. You know, what did he do? He did a more of a joint venture, Wheelhouse Records and Broken Bow. Wheelhouse is Granger Smith's label, like an yeah. imprint kind of thing. Yeah. We are partnering. And why is that? Because he was making $1.8 million a year by himself with, yes. with his team of a, t- a total of four people, including him being an artist. Yeah. Touring, putting out CDs. And brought that value. Yeah. Like, and, and, oh, hey, you're into what we're into and you're doing it well. Why don't you get together? He's like, well, what's in it for me? <laughs> That's right. And they said no a lot. The yeah. latest story that just happened is, mm-hmm. is brilliant. I love the story. It's Cody Johnson. Mm-hmm. If, if, if you haven't. Texas guy. Texas guy. Yeah. Look at him. Sold out the, the Houston rodeo arena, whatever that's called. It's, Astrodome. It's, no, it's not the Astrodome. It's, it's Alliant or that Alliant. I'm old school. Yeah. It, it's that's a big place. 5,000 people sold it out as an indie artist. Indie. indie. Without a big label. Now, he here's did, the thing. He did it him, him own self. He did it his damn self. Yes. And you know what? Like for years, they've been getting uh, label offers, right? Mm-hmm. And if, what do you think the first deal was there? Not, not nearly as good as the one he just signed. Crappy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. And, and he talks like it, it, go to Music Business Worldwide. And, or no, it's Music Row. I think this article is in. Yeah. I think this uh, one's and, on Music and, Row magazine. And yeah. read about it. And he's talking about, yeah, they're like, you know, Co- Cody always wears cowboy hat. Mm-hmm. You know, Cody's like all oh, Texas, man. Yeah. It's, like, it's like, like th- this isn't bro country. This is like red mm-hmm. dirt, like killer. It's about being a country boy and, you know, like, yeah, it's and all that yeah. this isn't about pretty pink toes on the dashboard. You know, right. that's, not, that's not who he is. So he's wearing a cowboy hat. That's because he wears cowboy hats. Right. right like, yeah. This isn't like a get up. Like that's, 
I think you might sleep in a cowboy hat or something like that. You know? <laughs> but but he wears one, and and labels are telling him, man, you got to get rid of the cowboy hat. You know, he's like, why? I said, well, it's not selling anymore. He's like, no, you know, yeah. next, next, I'm next, selling. next. Yeah, I'm selling. Yeah. And then he goes and sells that dang the uh, a wine on down in Houston by himself, and then he ends up bypassing all the corporate infrastructure the a and r guys the lawyers everything like that and you know where he makes the deal over cocktails over margaritas with esposito and he was the head of warner brothers nashville yeah Yeah. and 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 i'll bet you that i I wasn't there but i'll bet you the conversation was like cody look we want to be your label what's it going to take yeah we're here what's it it's just you and me what's it going to take this is what i want 50-50 50-50 split, got his own imprint. You know, I'm keeping mm-hmm. the cowboy hat. Like, <laughs> still on the cowboy hat, you know? right. And Esposito's like, all right, man, whatever you want. You know, because he, he came in with leverage. Yeah, and at the end of it, they both say thank you. Yep. Otherwise, they wouldn't do the deal. And they're happy. And yeah. they're happy. And I hope that he goes to the next level from that. But I love that story. Good job, Cody Johnson. And good yeah. job, Esposito, John Esposito, for really – you know, taking the ball by the horns on that one and just making it happen. Like, mm-hmm. I love that. I love right. that. Same, same principles, uh, you know, that we're doing here and same principles that we want you to utilize yep. in this your is what, music This business. is what Noah Guthrie did. This is what Carmen did. This is what, I mean, there's countless artists that have turned just hard work into opportunity opportunity we've got daredevil artists that are in, in bar frog artists that are doing that right now mark bray i mean he's he's got a a, a wife a brand new baby um mm-hmm. you know supportive parents but nobody's supporting him financially and just from him working his butt off he, he gets investors he gets people mm-hmm. who want to give him money you know mm-hmm. i mean it's 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 he's out there working uh yeah. the lonely highway boys they're up here doing everything they can they're doing it on the sweat of their backs like the money they're making from uh from playing out every weekend you know mm-hmm. and they've been for seven years why because they ain't gonna do anything else <laughs> all right there is no plan b <laughs> all right <laughs> i mean it's either this or they're gonna go live off the land and shoot stuff in the woods and eat their dinner <laughs> right <laughs> But anyway, man, I'm glad that we got to share that. And, and yeah. um, we had all the bullet points, right? I think so. I mean, the last thing was, you know, we have the right product for what they're looking yeah. for. That's right. I mean, that's, you can't overlook that. We could do all this stuff. We can be consistent, discoverable, build relationships, uh, be professional, and have a crap podcast. <laughs> and the disc makers were like, no. Or, or understanding the audience, like the or, right product for the right audience. Or it's a automotive podcast and a great one about how to rebuild your carburetor and disc makers would be like, that's awesome, but it's not for us. Yeah. And maybe, I don't know, maybe Andre is like a car enthusiast and he loves to tear apart Camaros and put them yeah, back and together. Yeah. He might be, I'll listen leaving. to it. Yeah. I'll subscribe. <laughs> but I'm not going to help you. Yeah. But I'm not going to put it on a website because it doesn't fit our brand. That's and right. that's the other thing you have to realize too. We didn't go knocking on doors of whatever, you know, I mean, we weren't, we're not trying to partner with a, a vegan save the animals podcast because we're about right. music. That's right. It's a, it's a synergy with the brands. The brands make sense and the messages and who we're trying to help and how we're trying to help them. That that's compatible. That's right. And so it's the right product and for the and right it's quality the audiences are the and same. it's the right one. Yeah, that's right. You know, and, and, and I think a lot of artists get skewed on that. And I, my next episode coming up, which will be two weeks from now, we're going to talk a little bit more about that, but, but uh, it, you know, if, if you're putting stuff out there and you're not getting the attention that you want, it's either because um, you're playing to the wrong audience 
mm-hmm. or in most artists' situation, no audience. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I got five followers on Instagram and, and nobody knows me. Right. And, uh, or you're, make, you're, you're not making good enough stuff. You know, yeah. you need to improve. Like, Either the wrong stuff or it's hitting the wrong ears. It's that. And, and I, I, I heard that on Seth Godin this morning. I told you I went down that rabbit hole while we mm-hmm. were off the air. And uh, do you know the Joshua Bell story, the violinist? No, yes. So. This, this guy like Google, Joshua Bell, like he's, he's like this amazing, like savant violinist. Mm-hmm. Like he's crazy good. And he went down into the subway. This guy can, he can sell out like Carnegie Hall, right? Oh, like I've heard 200 bucks a ticket. Before. Like he's, he's insanely good, insanely well known. Mm-hmm. And he went down into the subway mm-hmm. and, and with a ball cap on and played violin for a couple hours. And guess what? Nobody cared. He just walked on by. Yeah, it's like, like like he was begging for money or something. You know, it's like, dude, yeah. that's that guy's, that guy's a genius. And they don't know, wrong audience. Wrong audience. It, was he any worse just because he was in the subway with the ball right. cap on? No. Wasn't getting the his skills at the door. Yeah. And how many times have like we talked about that on one of my episodes or Lexi and I talk about that, you know, finding that right audience on, mm-hmm. on Expand Your Brand. Like it, it, it's, man, this is have the right product for the right audience. Exactly. Period. It's, it's got to think on these levels. You got to be this intentional. Exactly. Exactly. And this doesn't happen by accident. <laughs> no, the it doesn't happen by accident. The stones didn't happen by accident. You know, none of your favorite bands happened by freaking accident. And, right. and none of your favorite songwriters happened by, they didn't just wake up one morning oh, in a deep sleep and write down a hit song. And then it blew out the window in a storm and floated into John Osher's freaking room or something. And he's like, Oh my God, let's sign him. Go right. knock on the door. You know, he just happened to have his address on there. And John just came through the storm, knocking on the door. Like you're the man. We right. No, it doesn't happen. By accident. <laughs> That's right. So uh, we hope this has been helpful for you guys. Um, keep on climbing, man. That's the thing. Keep on climbing and good things are going to happen. If you're intentional about it, you're consistent, you're discoverable, you build relationships, you bring value be professional. If you have the right product in front of the right ears, good stuff is going to happen. It's That's just right. You're going to move the needle and put your energy where it's supposed to be put, man. If, if you're, if your solution to uh, nobody heard my last record is to make a new record then, <laughs> and you do the same thing. I promise you, nobody's going to hear that record too. Mm-hmm. If, you know, you're, you're not doing any marketing. You're not putting it out there. Nobody's aware of it. Right. We right. spend a lot of time doing the market, get it out there, get it out to spend 90% of your time pushing the music. Mm-hmm. 90% yeah. and you'll move the needle. It's, it's not rocket science. It really isn't. It's so repeatable. We do it with every one of our artists. Repeatable. Sure, sure, sure is death and taxes. All right. Mm-hmm. That brings us to the end of another Killer Climb episode, guys. Join the Climb community. Subscribe to the podcast and make sure those episodes come in. Uh, tell a friend about it. If, it. if it's working for you, it's going to work for them. And, and turn them on to it. It's free. I mean, it's going to make you cool, you know? And mm-hmm. then take 30 seconds and leave a rating and review. That's the best compliment you could give us. And, and uh, it makes us look legit to everybody else. So this podcast exists because we want you to win. So keep on climbing. And we'll see you at the top.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.